Thank you for tuning in to the Asking God Why podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast approaches the Bible with the question, Why? Let's look at the Bible to answer life's questions. Here is your host, Jameson Stewart. Hello and welcome back to Asking God Why. In this season, season one, we're going through the book of Matthew, and we're asking the question, why is Jesus the Christ? And to provide support uh, for that question, or to answer that question, in each of these episodes, we're going through a, a different chapter, or maybe two chapters of Matthew, asking a question of that specific chapter. Today, we're in Matthew 23, asking the question, why did Jesus condemn the scribes and the Pharisees? Why did Jesus condemn the scribes and the Pharisees? I'm going to be honest with you. Matthew chapter 23 is a chapter that almost makes my blood run cold a bit. Matthew chapter 23 is a picture of Jesus that most people in the religious world try to block out when they think of Jesus. When many folks think of Jesus, they think of him as being all love, all mercy, all kindness, and Jesus is all of those things. Matthew chapter 23, though, adds something to the picture of Jesus as far as who he is that we cannot overlook. Why did he condemn the scribes and the Pharisees? And I, I might add, as we'll notice, he does so very strongly. Well, verse 1 through verse 4 of Matthew 23, he condemned them because they would not do what they taught others to do. He told his disciples in the multitude, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in, in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to, to observe, that observe and do. But do not do according to their works, for they say, and do not do. For they bind heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. Jesus condemned them because they themselves would not do what they forced, what they taught, what they commanded others to do. Somebody else do that. You're, you're supposed to do this, but they wouldn't do it themselves. Another reason, verse 5 through verse 12, Jesus condemned them because they love to exalt themselves. He said, but all their works they do, what they do actually do, they do to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. They make their garments and these things on their clothing uh, that you were supposed to wear very catching to the eye. They did it for attention. They love the best places at feasts, the best seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But you do not be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father. He who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. 
And whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. The scribes and the Pharisees loved the praise of people. They loved to exalt themselves, to put themselves in positions where you know, they were in an exalted position above others. You know, look at me. Look how important I am. Look how holy I am. And Jesus said, as his followers, we are to be servants. We are not to exalt ourselves. We are to humble ourselves. Jesus condemned the scribes and the Pharisees because they love to exalt themselves. They love the important positions. We cannot be like that. We must not be like that as followers of Jesus Christ. Another reason Jesus condemned them, verse 13, because they tried to be the door into the kingdom of heaven. Notice what Jesus says here, verse 13, but woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For you neither go in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Basically, the picture is, you have shut the door fast, and you've locked it, and you're not going in, you're holding it shut, you're not letting anybody else go in. In the book of John, in John chapter 10, Jesus referred to himself as the door. Jesus condemned the scribes and the Pharisees because they tried to be the door into the kingdom of heaven. They wanted to be the ones who determine who gets in and who doesn't. You can't get in. You can. You stay out. You're welcome in. They tried to be the door. Jesus said, you are keeping people out. You won't go in, and you won't let others go in. Jesus condemned them because they tried to be the door into the kingdom of heaven. At the very least, they tried to lock the door into the kingdom of heaven. Verse 14, another reason Jesus condemned them is because they tried, they, they attempted to hide their ravenous greed behind a veil of holiness. In verse 14, Jesus says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you devour. That's, that's that idea of that ravenous. You devour like a hungry animal widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. Therefore, you will receive greater condemnation. They, tr- they tried to appear holy. So what they would do is they would lead these long, these long prayers. Oh, how holy they were. But Jesus said, but you're devouring widows' houses. You are taking adv- your greed is causing you to take advantage of the poor, helpless people, and then you'll get up and lead a long prayer acting like everything's okay. Jesus condemned them because they attempted to hide their greed behind this veil of of piety and holiness. But it wasn't real. Jesus condemned them because, verse 15, they actually made people's spiritual condition worse. He says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you travel land and sea to win one proselyte. That's talking about a Gentile who, who, has been, uh, who has been converted to now be a God-fearer, to serve the one true God, to serve Yahweh. 
the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You know, you go through so much trouble to win one proselyte, to convert one Gentile. And when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. What Jesus is saying, you go through all this trouble to convert him, but the problem is, is when you convert him, he is actually worse off spiritually than he was before. He, he was still lost, but he would have been better off that you just left him out there serving these pagan idol gods than to bring him in and make him like yourselves. They met, Jesus condemned them because they actually made people's spiritual condition worse. Jesus condemned them, verse 16 through verse 22, because they tried to invent a way to bypass being honest, to bypass keeping their word. Picking up with verse 16, he says, Woe to you blind guides who say, whoever swears by the temple, it's nothing. You know, you don't, you don't have to keep your word if you swear by the temple, but Whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obliged to perform it. Fools and blind. But which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold? And you also say, whoever swears by the altar, it's nothing. You know, it's not, not a big deal to swear by the altar. But whoever swears by the gift that is on it, he is obliged to perform it. Fools and blind, for which is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifies the gift? Therefore, he who swears by the altar swears by it and by all things on it. He who swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. And he who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits on it. Basically, they had created this elaborate system of if I say, maybe I, I'm making a promise to you that I'm going to do something. If I say this, well, I, I've left a loophole for myself to get out of it. But, you know, if, say, if I swear by the temple, you know, I, I don't really, you know, I didn't really mean that. So I can get out from doing it, and I'm not obligated to do what I promised to you that I would do. However, if I promise to you, hey, I'm going to do that, and I swear to you by the gold that's on the temple— well, then now I had better keep my word. And Jesus says, that's foolishness. What utter foolishness that is. The, the point basically is, just do what you tell people you're going to do. Jesus condemns them because they had invented a way to bypass being honest, to bypass keeping their word, to kind of let themselves off the hook for promises that they had made. Jesus condemned the scribes and the Pharisees because, verse 23 and 24, because they neglected the, the weightier or the more important matters of the law. He says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you pay tithe of these, these herbs, mint and anise and cumin, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law justice, and mercy, and faith. These you ought to have done 
without leaving the others undone. Blind guides who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. What is Jesus saying? He's saying you pay so much attention to these little bitty details, all the way down to these little herbs that I'm growing in my garden. I'm going to make sure that I give a tenth of each one of these herbs, of each one of these plants, these spices to God. All the way down to that. He said, you pay so much attention to that, but you have neglected, you have overlooked the weightier, the more important matters. Justice and mercy and faith. You should have paid attention. You ought to have done the more important matters of the law without neglecting the little details. But the problem was is they were paying attention to tithing the little herbs and they were neglecting what was actually more important than that. They neglected the more important matters of the... I've heard it described this way, and maybe you have too. They were majoring in minors and minoring in majors. It's... It's not that they shouldn't have been tithing the little herbs. It's not that they shouldn't have been paying attention to the little details, but it's you have missed what is most important. In your, in your attempt to try and pay attention to all these details, you have missed what's important. That's quite a, a warning to us today as well. Jesus condemned the scribes and the Pharisees because, verse 25 through 28, because their outward appearance did not match who they were on the inside. On the inside, he said on the outside, you, you cleanse the outside of the cup and the dish. So on the outside, you look clean, but on the inside, you're full of extortion and self-indulgence. First, you need, he says, to clean the inside of the cup and the dish that the outside can also be clean. He says, you're like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, they're full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. They appeared on the outside to be righteous, holy, godly people. He says, but that is hiding what is on the inside. On the inside, you are extortioners. You are self-indulgent. You only care about yourselves. Um, you, are, you are hypocritical, and you are lawless. Very strong words. And then finally, verse 29 through verse 36, they condemned them because they claimed innocence when they were guilty. He says, you build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the monuments of the righteous. And say, if we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. You take, you know, you build all these monuments for the righteous men of days gone by and for the prophets who your forefathers slew. Therefore, you are witnesses against yourselves that you are the sons of those who murdered the prophets. You say, we would never have done this. Jesus says, but you are the children of the people who did that. And what we're about to see in a few chapters in Matthew, they are absolutely going to do exactly what they said they would never do. They are going to murder the only begotten Son of God. 
Jesus did not want for them. This is how the chapter ends, though. Jesus did not want for them what they were bringing upon themselves. Jesus knew the road they were going down, and he did not want that for them. He said to end this chapter, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus did not want for them what was coming their way. But he condemns them because, really in many ways, because they appeared to be one thing on the outside, but inside they were something totally different. What a lesson that is for you and for me. We need to be genuine. We don't need to try and... I'll put it this way. God knows if we are just acting like Christians. God knows if if we put on a front for other people, but inwardly we are nothing like what we appear to be. God knows that. And the strongest condemnation that Jesus gives in Scripture is reserved for religious people who are not what they appear to be. Jesus condemns them. The strongest words that Jesus gives in Scripture are reserved for religious people, for people who claim to be following God, but they really aren't. They receive the strongest condemnation from God. That is a sobering reminder for you and for me. And so, as we close that chapter, I appreciate you studying with me. Um, Hopefully we can learn from the example, the bad example of the scribes and the Pharisees, and hopefully not go down that path ourselves. Thank you for studying with me this episode of Asking God Why. I hope you'll check out other podcasts in the Scattered Abroad Network. Until we study again, may God bless you, and as always, I hope you stay curious. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.